Kentucky Roll Call podcasts are brought to you by Cornbread Hemp. Happy holidays from our friends at Cornbread Hemp. This past year has been stressful for everyone, especially now that the holidays are here and finding effective ways to cope may seem impossible. That's why I trust my friends over at Cornbread Hemp, Kentucky's number one rated CBD company with the most THC allowed by law. Leave the holiday stress behind when you share Cornbread Hemp with your loved ones this holiday season. They even have gifts for your parents too. So from now until Christmas, enjoy an extra 30% off your entire purchase when you visit cornbreadhemp.com and enter the promo code BIGX at checkout. Enjoy the entire holiday season with a little help from our friends at Cornbread Hemp, Kentucky's first choice for all things CBD. Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be, cap, just the cat, just cats. Cats, tip. cats. The cats tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's gonna throw. Conrad. Touchdown. Kentucky. Touchdown. Kentucky. <laughs> Victory. Kentucky. Like give your fans what they want. You dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They, Rubbish! His buggers over here. <laughs> Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday to you. December 3rd, 2021. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Justin Kalen. We're not sure where Roush is this morning. Hope you're having a great start to your day. Justin, how are you? I am pretty phenomenal. Got a significant amount of sleep last night. I'm not any more sore today than I was yesterday. Life can't complain. That sounds good. Happy to hear that. Did, yep. how, how did golfing go yesterday? Uh, it was pretty good. I was a little rusty due to not playing for about a month or so, but it, it was fun. Did you Shot ever, under 100. Did you ever at any point be, say like, oh, that kind of like hurt or that didn't feel good? No, not really. No. I could have totally, totally seen you blaming a bad shot on the old but back I mean, or something I, like that. See, I have a really, really easy swing anyways, so I wasn't really worried about my back yesterday just because of the pacing of my swing and just I don't try to kill the ball because I know I can't. Um, So I think that really helped. Well, good, good. Happy to hear it. Uh, Under 100 is good, and anytime you get golf in December, it's great because most of the time in the winter, it just makes more sense to go to the Bobby Cook Golf Academy. That's true. We're off exit four in southern Indiana. But you were able to get out there yesterday and play, and I bet you had a, a real nice time. Uh, Roush has has joined us. Roush, how are you, buddy? Uh, dealing with some technical difficulties this morning, but I think I'm good. Uh, I think I'm good now. So 
ripping, technical ready to roar. Got some extra money in my pocket. Of getting old, old, old jingling change. So getting getting yeah. out of bed. The technical difficulties. No internet being weird. You know, sometimes it just doesn't want to work in the morning. Doesn't extra five minutes. Like the same. We all we sounds all appreciate like it. Yeah, same like sounds like the same excuse I would use if I slept in. Like, that's exactly that's what I was thinking. Justin. Guys, I, I I don't sleep in late. Like the the baby <laughs> wakes me up. I would also probably bring up the baby if I was making up excuses <laughs> in terms of sleeping in. If I was going to make up an excuse, it would be that I tied one on last night. It was just moving slow in general. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Uh, so you Could, tied I couldn't, one get on the head, I couldn't get the headphone plugged into the right jack because my hands were shaking so much. <laughs> okay, there's the truth. Now we got to the bottom of it. Well, good. We're happy that you're here. It's Friday. Was it a poker night last night? Yeah, I won a little money. Wow. Uh, sure won more money, but, you know, I'll, I'll take it. Any money's though, that's the jingling chant. Gotcha. Okay. I didn't put two yeah. together at that one. Well, that's nice. I bet on the Cowboys. I was really nervous about it because, like, the Saints are so depleted. And I know the Cowboys haven't been a sure thing at every point this season. It was on the road. But I was like, this seems a little fishy to me. Uh, but it paid off. It paid off, thankfully. Had a little Thursday night football last night. And uh, besides that, wasn't the best sports night we've ever had. Yeah, uh, I I didn't. I was a little leery, and I didn't realize they were going to have Taysom Hill playing the whole time, and that would have. It's just both of those teams are kind of. You just. I, I was having a conversation with uh, a buddy last night. The middle of the NFL season is so unpredictable. It's one thing at the the beginning, uh, you know, you can kind of get a, a, make a few bucks on the opening weeks, but right now when we're in the thick of it, I mean, we still have six weeks to go. It's just so radical up and down, week to week. The best teams find ways to blow it. It's so hard to predict. And I was just uh, – the, the our, our friends over at Cover 5 have really scared me off. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, uh, I, I've been staying away from NFL games. They're tough. They're real tough. I'm in a few different – well, a couple. I'm in two. The little Cover 5 thing that we're doing that I'm not – that I do not like and won't be doing again. No offense. Uh, and then another little gambling league among eight or nine friends where you have to pick NFL games. And it is tough. It's very hard. Uh, I had a 0-5 week followed up by 5-0 and week. Wow. Yeah. Equally terrible, and I'm the best that ever was. Justin. Kind of like the home field picks of the week that we're doing today. Final week. Final week of the wow. home field oh, picks of the week. That makes me sad. It is. I, the, a quick update, and we'll have somebody call into the show today, by the way, just as a little heads up. Uh, but an updated scoreboard, bringing up the rear, as he has all season. Adam Luckett, 11 and 28. He's got 14 points on the year. It's really bad. Uh, mm. second, or third place, our buddy Scoots, 18 and 21. 23 points on the year. He's Wow, you can finish 500, Justin. If he goes nice. 3-0, he's got a 500. He's got 500 there on the table. Second place, the person who led most of this season, Nicholas Roush. Oh, he's 23-16 with 27 points on the year. 23-16, not bad, buddy. Yeah, That's seven the- games over 500. Pretty good. Just a few weeks ago, little TJ Walker, 12-18 and 18 on the year, has rattled off nine straight. He is in fuego, 29 points. I, me, 
I'm the best. I'm That's incredible. One. I mean, truly, TJ, it really is incredible. And when you think about that, we were tied at, I think it was 18 at one point. Yeah. I've yeah, gotten you, five points since then. You've gotten 11. I've been in third most of the year. I think I had like been in second maybe for a couple, like a week or two, potentially. Roush, had, this is Roush's first week not being in the lead since we have started. So yeah. that's nice. You love to see a late season collapse by Roush. No, it's I uh, will be bringing it home. Baby, we're, uh, we're just giving you a little bit of hope only to take it away. Conference championship weekend. Roush, I need you to go 0 and 4, or I need you to get zero points so I can tie for second here. It's not very happen. important to me. Not and, and then Justin would have to go, Justin would have to go, uh, perfect. And then even still, then Roush would have the tiebreaker in terms oh, of yeah. a better tiebreaker. Better However, you could, you know, you could say tiebreaker, schmiebreaker. We keep That's points right. for a reason and we tied. Yeah. So this ain't soccer. This, ain't soccer you are spot on about that roush i've got a few different things to talk about not totally regarding uk okay because somebody on the big exports radio dropped a bomb and it's got it's got the not a literal bomb nobody freak out uh information bomb oh wow Mm -hmm. yep some would say even bigger of a deal but that is a bigger deal but it was Mike Rutherford, and it was regarding your sweet uncle. And wait, 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 wait. U of L job. So there was news about my uncle that didn't come from me. What the hell? Seriously, ma'am. But it, it like that. I wouldn't be surprised. And again, not a huge deal, but like, I, I think it's just all KRC. Wouldn't be surprised if if potentially that Rutherford show yesterday ends up being like the most downloaded podcast in big x history because folks are just so desperate U of L folks are so desperate for pieces of positive news mm-hmm. regarding the football program and the only thing really that they would consider positive right now is a coaching change so the fact that rutherford was the first person in the U of L world to say hey we uh i'm hearing some stuff uh-oh. I'm hearing some stuff. Now, other folks have taken that bit of information and ran to their sources with it. So we, we've we heard a lot of different opinions, takes. How up-to-date are you, Roush, with where things stand? How much of this have you heard? Is this all new to you? Were the poker boys talking about it last night? What, what do you need me to fill you in? I'm going to fill it in um, for the radio audience. Well, I think there was a... Um... What's the word I'm looking for? A s- optimistic skepticism because there's a there's a train of thought that like, all right, I'll, I'm not gonna I'm gonna wait and see how this thing plays out because I don't I don't want to don't want to get my heart ripped out again. I'm, this this is my last lifeline, if you will, for Louisville fans, and they don't want to to waste it and just be go through this whole rigmarole again. But uh, so there's a little bit of skepticism if uh, our our boy, Mr. Press Conference, Vince Tyree, will, in fact, make a move uh, at head coach. Yeah. So a few interesting pieces of information. Suppose, and you know, this is this is coming from Mike Rutherford. Mike Rutherford show three to six big exports radio, and some of this could also just be pieced together from some other U of L folks. So if it's not from Mike, I, I un, it was unintentional, and I apologize. Get ahead of it with an apology. Always the smart play in yep, anything yep. in life. 
So they Tyree and Satterfield haven't spoken since the game, supposedly. And they haven't met, they haven't talked about the future, and Tyree hasn't spoken, hasn't said anything publicly. I don't know if he's tweeted or not. I, yeah, who knows? But like he's been he's been very quiet. And for Vince Tyree standards, he holds press conferences to announce when he's holding a press conference. This is weird if he's gone quiet, even if right. it's only for a week. Mm-hmm. So folks are speculating that what does that mean? What do we make of that? He hasn't, you know, he hasn't he hasn't commented on this, he hasn't commented on that, and supposedly hasn't met with Satterfield. Which side note caveat, let me take off to the side here for a second. Wouldn't Tyree go to Satterfield's father's funeral? I would think so. I would think so too. Again, you know, that stuff's personal. It's none of our business really. And it doesn't change or matter all that much. But I would think that like an athletic director would go to the funeral of one of his coaches, his fathers. I mean, I would would think that, but I would think, but also you got to think travel. They're hosting NCAA stuff this weekend for volleyball. Like that might, you know, I, I don't know the arrangements, but there, there could be some weird conflict and, you just send your regards and kind of, you know, sure. wishing the best, that that sort of thing. But when I heard that, like, they haven't even seen or spoken to each other, it's like, well, wait, that, that was kind of, you know, you you would think, but again, you know, that's that's between them and, and whatnot. But the fact that Tyra has been quiet is strange. L and Satterfield have been recruiting like nothing's going to change. They're having people come to campus. They've been going out and seeing folks, Satterfield included, after what I, I'm sure has just been an incredibly difficult time period in his life, but he got back out on the road. So they're operating and moving like nothing's going to happen. There are folks inside L that question if even financially it would even be possible to do all the things that L wants to do. But what Rutherford kind of came back to is there's going to be a meeting between Satterfield and Tyree very soon, maybe today, maybe tomorrow. And what comes of that meeting? I will say that I thought Rutherford a little bit was kind of like optimistically hinting that like, and that meeting's going to make folks just pay attention to that meeting. Wink, wink. Like he is going to get, Hmm. like he is going to get fired. Hmm. But but you've got whispers that Tyree needs to know he'd have Brom locked in before he makes any sort of decision regarding Satterfield. And Roush, I don't think this is just my personal opinion. I, I don't think he's going to get any sort of guarantee before a move is made with Satterfield. Right. So they're not going to count their chickens before they come to roost. I'm saying I don't think Brom is going to tell Tyree, yeah, I'm on board, you go fire that dude, and I'll say yes. That's what I was referencing. Got Okay. So it's just a, yeah, I might, but I'm not going to tell you that. You know, you've you got to kind of put yourself out there a little bit. I think if you're looking at the situation, though, the timing would be on, like, I, I if you're Jeff, you've been Purdue, what, four or five years now? Yeah, probably, uh, yeah. Maybe even a little longer than that. David Bell is going to be leaving after this season. Wouldn't be a bad time to get out of Dodge, you know? So, uh, mm-hmm. and, I, and, I, and I think that's part of what you're betting on, uh, that, that you don't get turned down again because, man, I'm, what if? Just what if it's, I, I'm, I'm thinking well ahead of where the situation currently is. 
But what if they do the this whole door deal and then Jeff says no? Who does who does Louisville even go to? It's a it's a fascinating question, and all <laughs> and there's a lot of Louisville fans that are like, okay, I like hearing that maybe there's some. And then Jody Dimling came out with the biggest nothing burger of all time with a, hey, I've been working all day. I've made 50 phone calls and my five closest sources, four of them think nothing's going to happen. But they admit that between this meeting, maybe something can change. So making sure you cover all your bases, you know, like yeah, don't I don't think something's going to happen because currently nothing's happening. So it's kind of a safe thing to say at the moment. Right. But if something does happen, it means something has changed because, yeah, that's how life works. I got to uh, get to it, my office unless something changes, and that change well, would be me getting my butt in the car and getting there. So wait, Jody's sources, aka the coaches, aren't telling him <laughs> that they're going to get fired. Correct. Correct. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Correct. The whole stuff is fascinating. There's one. There's only one win-win for here for U of L. What only about win-win-win? Do we have any? Only one win, 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 too. Oh, and wow. really, the only way that U of L wins in this situation is if you fire Satterfield, you get Brom on board. Supposedly, Cunningham's announcing his return back for another super senior year uh, relatively soon. I get, yeah, if I was a U of L fan, I definitely would want Cunningham back, but you obviously have. I think U of L is just like ACC solid, but like nationally, just pretty average and mediocre. Um, and they need a lot of help to get up to that upper echelon of like an actual good football team, not just ACC good. But again, I, I digress with this whole situation. The whole thing's fascinating. The only way they win the situation, you fire Satterfield and you hire Brom. Everything else, I can play press secretary on all this stuff, Roush. You can give me a scenario and I can okay. spin it as a negative for U of L. The only thing you can't spin as a negative is if they fire Satterfield and hired Brom. That's the only one where it's like, there's not there's not some little crack there that makes rival fan bases smile, if you will. Yeah, and, and that's probably the only thing that you can do if you're Vince Tyre to get butts in seats next year. Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. No I doubt mean, about that. Just th that that's the only way you can get fans excited. So um it is. And that's like probably I, I think of all the motivating factors, the money and all that. Just the the visual of empty seats that you got this year, that was enough to to spark this movement. Because I think under normal circumstances, you say, well, he's been here three years, and he took over, what, a two-win program? And, and for all of his non-COVID years to go to a ball game? Like, if I told you Scott Satterfield's resume on paper, you would think, oh, well, you got to keep that guy around. But when you look at the, the fan base and how they reacted to him and – what's the attendance has been like it's it's hard to keep that guy around when just nobody wants him there absolutely nobody yeah great great points all around and i that that is that's why this season was like the worst case scenario for U of L, where it's like hey we're going to a bowl game we were competitive in the middle of our conference uh kind of shot ourselves in the foot in a lot of these games could have even been a little bit better uh, but you you get smashed by the beginning and the end of your schedule. The the theme there is SEC teams, so you still know you're a little ways away. But it was really the worst case scenario where it's like, okay, it wasn't like a dreadful season. There were fun moments, but it also wasn't 
we're still not happy. The fans have kind of, they're not interested in this style. They're not interested in just the, the makeup of where things stand right now with U of L football. And if they, if they, yeah, if they don't, if they don't make a change, it's just going to be a nightmare next year. And as we've said on KRC for as long as anybody will ever listen to us, recruits don't want to play in empty stadiums. Coaches don't want to coach in empty stadiums. It, it, it's bad recruiting for U of L right now is already not all that great. And I can't imagine where things would be next season. Who would want to commit to a coaching staff where it's dead man walk in situation. And that's why I think ultimately, and I, I can empathize with U of L and Tyre in this situation. The dude just lost his dad and he just got pummeled by his rival on top of it. And you do probably want to make changes but Satterfield, by all accounts, Roush is a good dude. Like yeah. around the program, he's a good dude. On the recruiting right. trail, he's a good dude. It's just he's not hes not a dude that a lot of great players want to play for right now. But he's nice, and he's not a jerk. And that's different at UofL, not having a jerk. If Satterfield was mean to folks and he had a reputation, I bet I bet, he, bet he'd already be canned. That's yeah. what's making it tough in this spot for UofL. And as, you, as we alluded to, to kind of bring this whole thing full circle here for this first segment is, what if you do let him go and you can't get Brown? Like, I think they would. I think most people imagine they they would be able to get him. It doesn't seem like an absolute guarantee. But what if you fire him and you can't get him? And then what what's U of L fans' confidence in Tyree making another hire? Because no offense, the basketball and football programs are in the pooper. They're Man, just in the I would of all of the scenarios that I want to happen, that would be just my dream scenario. <laughs> Yeah, they gosh, and then they probably I mean, go get it would be like a it would be a Tennessee level type of coaching search, you know. Oh man! <laughs> so that's where things stand. Oh, Tyre and Satterfield are meeting. It seems like what Tyre's intentions are going into that meeting differ from different folks. Uh, again, Rutherford kind of hinted at like there's U of L fans are going to get what they want out of this meeting. Jody Dimling and other folks are saying this meeting is just to see that Tyre wants to, who are you going to hire? Who are you going to bring in? What, what are you going to do to change things? And that's, that's the tone of the meeting, but expect maybe some news here in the next two days with U of L either maybe an announcement that like, Hey, Satterfield, because Tyre does have to say something or does he Roush? Does he have to at least come out and be like, Hey, this is our guy. We're going to make some changes to get this thing even better than it already is. But, hey, we're going to a bowl game, folks. Or could you just keep Satterfield and not say anything? I think you have to address it. The The talk is too loud. It's not whispers anymore. Oh, yeah, you have to say something Friday. And, and I, I haven't kept up with this. I saw where they were uh, very excited about one recruiting visit or something. But has, has Satterfield been on the road? I, that I have not kept up with enough. He has, correct. Okay. Yes. So, yeah. Tyre today, you're used to hearing something from him it's every crazy. three hours. Crazy we haven't already heard anything, but I guess he wanted to have this meeting first. I, I, I wonder at the surface what this looks like. Like, if I, if I were Satterfield, I would think, like, I'm getting canned. Like, the boss wants to talk to me, but he hasn't talked to me yet, but he wants to set it way in advance. I would think I would be getting fired. And I I think, too, that meeting with the AD is probably pretty standard stuff at the end of the season, right? I don't – Yeah, but this one, at least, this one feels important, you know? 
Right, right, right. Uh, but but yes, you every AD should be meeting with their coaches unless you're Tom. At the end of the year, yeah. I mean, come on, it just makes sense. So I don't. I ultimately think that by this time next week, we'll have Uncle Jeff in Louisville. Now that's not any. Wow. Inside, that's, that's not any inside scoop at all. Uh, Cardinal I think some of, com, Cardinal Authority. Go run with this. I think some of it is me being fearful and like putting up a defense mechanism well in advance. But yeah, I'm just I'm already preparing for it. They say UL head coach Uncle Jeff Brom says Nick Roush, we're giving you dollars. Oh. Half of what you're going to make to coach the sales. <laughs> and we want you to run our social media and help with recruiting in some regards. I don't know. I, I don't know. Are you, are you throwing your L's up, Nick Rouse? Probably not. Cause I think it would actually wow. be from a, like, I think it would be much more fun to be just uh, stuck in the middle, you know, of, I do. I think, uh, I think yeah. Be- gosh, this could be huge for you, buddy. No, I've got to. We've got. To, I think we. If we go to break, we got to figure out the best angle for. Like, do I just do I go over the top on my Louisville hatred? Do I? I how do I, How do I play this? If that you happens? could you could make national news. You like the the pe, the pesky fanboy media member who trashes his sweet uncle in his <laughs> in his hometown. You know, I think there's something there. Like you, I think you need to be really mean. Like so, if I. Just go to show up to the facility. Do I just gotta wear UK stuff every time? Like I think I think so. And obviously, you know, like personally, you'll be like nice, but I just think like publicly in the sports realm, you need to never be tougher on a U of L coach. Cause you know, you've made fun of everybody. But I think this, you know, this is where you really but, while really... cheering for U of L eleven other times out of the year <laughs> on no. Saturdays. No, no, no. You you you're rooting for your own. No, no. personally, but like hating him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, that is so. You that's your that's your guess, um, and it is you, you. You were putting it out there that you are just guessing. Yeah, yeah, I'm just guessing, but and I've also kind of thought. I've been trying to tell myself since like October that this is not going to happen, and like making excuses for it. And I was glad to see them win a couple games there at the end of the season. But I think really what happened is he, you blew the game to Clemson. You couldn't blow that game at home. That was that was it. That was the one that. And then you even got a second chance. You got a mulligan. It was just don't get blown out by Kentucky. And what do you do? You get blown out by Kentucky. Those were the two. You had to either beat that bad Clemson team or keep it close against Kentucky. You couldn't do either. And that's why I think Satterfield's done and Uncle Jeff's are going to come home. Well, we can talk more about this. We're getting a lot of texts and not being good, which shocker, something the big exports ready. So we need to figure that out. We're going to hit a break. We'll do that. We'll be back. This is Kentucky Roll Call and Big Exports Roll. Radio. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. But you know what? That Louisville game that made it pretty hilarious. It just, that, that just that brought everything. Game. Funniest moment of the year. <laughs> With Walker and Roush. <laughs> Losers. Losers. <laughs> what year was that drop made, TJ? I, I hard to hard to the tell. The year was Monday. Here's a question: Has our has Kentucky 
is the three games, the outscoring the opponents by 100 gazillion, that's all in the Kentucky roll call era, correct? It is. Wow. So you're welcome, Big Blue Nation. You're welcome. You really, really are. And it is is really bad uh, losing to your rival that significantly when expectations weren't just to like make it hopefully competitive uofl fans thought they were actually winning they they the last two games against kentucky they'd go to the stadium they'd throw their l's up and they said we're beating y'all and trevor was being all loud and obnoxious and they just got and any kentucky fan with half a brain that they'd be willing to listen to would tell them you all are going to get smacked you're going to get smacked around it wasn't just louisville fans though vegas thought they were going to win too well, Vegas is, can suck it as well. Uh, <laughs> by the way, speaking of the big guy, major, major allegations of plagiarism that what? Justin doesn't pick music. He just takes what Trevor has previously given him. Excuse oh, me. So, you heard me, buddy. Wow. He said that? Trevor's he accusing you of stealing his songs. live radio and said Justin Kalen has no music taste and he just takes the songs I've already given him and I'm 100% sure of it, he said. Okay, well, let, let me ask you all, how's the music been the last six, seven days? Good, right? Not 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 terrible? Okay, haven't really then, then I haven't been, haven't been haven't, stealing Trevor's music if the music has not been terrible. I like it. I like the dig at Trevor there. I haven't really noticed it which is a good thing you notice it when it's really bad songs and then it makes roush and i upset the christmas right. music day though i did notice that and that, that was, was slapping it was, was, it was fantastic great christmas music selection um and i would say too trevor is trying to oh my gosh can you believe he picked popular music that we played before on this show like unbelievable the, and, and yeah and i also know that there's a lot of stuff out there that Ain't no way in hell Trevor would be playing. <laughs> like, think Trevor's playing party rock? No. no. Yeah, I've play, yeah, played several songs that Trevor would never even dream about playing. So, yeah, yeah, come on. Theoretically, I don't know what we do 200 shows a year, give or take, maybe somewhere in that ballpark. Uh, five times 52, zero, 250, but we're not doing a show every single weekday throughout the year. So maybe we're out 50 of them being generous. Yeah, Trevor, there may be some overlap on songs, you dingus. Dingus. 200, 200 shows with, I don't know, what, four, four musical rejoins or breaks? Get it together, Kelsey. 800 together. potential different songs, Trevor. I'm, I, God forbid Justin plays one that you played back in the fall of 2019. I mean, if we want to start a little KRC Rutherford drum, I'm good with that. Well, we've got the better producer. I can tell you that much. That's right. Yeah. The more, you got the more reliable one. I'll tell you that. Although, oh. Tre- love it. When Trevor was our producer, one intro, three years. <laughs> Rutherford producer, three intros, three months. Are you serious? I'm super serial. wild wild stuff shows you where we stand in his pecking order of friends it didn't take from his eating crow earlier this week it didn't take him long he said if brahm 
went back to U of L next season would be immaculate. They wouldn't lose. They'd beat Kentucky. All the same doesn't take him long just to kind of you just pull the string again. And he's right back. He's a toy. Gosh, you Texas know what though? Oh yeah, I do he know. He can what. suck it. He he can suck it. I gosh, I just I. It's going to make me mad because we're only going to get really a week to really point and laugh at U of L, and then they're going to actually. You know what? That is good. I think we do want Louisville fans to be back, right? I think we want them excited and think they're going to be good at football because then we can just rip their hearts out again. Correct? Um, you just wish that they could be more realistic. Like, yes, I want them to be excited and happy about their team, but not just ignore like where this rivalry is asking for Louisville fans to be realistic though is like asking for Tom Crean to not make dumb faces that's just impossible nope not making a Tom Crean joke sorry buddy they beat Memphis you'd be nice to Thomas (laughs) I tried to make one but that it, it is it's 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 impossible they can't help themselves they're going to be Filled with hyperbole. They spent too much time with Rick Pitino. You know, so they they don't know any other way. But you know what? This rivalry, it's been fun. I could do this whole let's win 50 to 10 every single year. But you know what? It would be kind of nice to have a game that actually is semi-competitive for a change at the end of the year. It'd just be kind of nice. Make Hmm. the rivalry real again. I'm reading some of the text line and just people are telling Justin how to do his job. I got this. You got it, buddy. Yeah. Best producer of Big X right there in the producer room right now. Is is Douglas in there with you by chance? Uh, he's Yeah, he's in the other room. You got the room wrong, but. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Right statement, uh, wrong room. Text into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Tell us how bad our stream is, please. And then stop by Thornton's and get yourself a donut to please. They've got coffee as well which is good, I've been told, by people that like coffee. Uh-huh. Me personally, not a big coffee guy. But they do have Gatorades, juices, uh, whatever you want. And they've got a chef that's in charge of their food. You heard that right. Thornton's has a chef in charge of their food. It's delicious. And their donuts are ginormous. That's what they pride themselves on, ginormous donuts. Man, the the new scrambled breakfast burrito, try Treat yourself. Do it. Your weekend's going to be better for it when you start it at Thornton's. What do you got planned this weekend, Roush? Um, it's uh, I, I football, watching some football, doing some working. Um, I uh, I think might have some folks come over to watch that uh, SEC championship game tomorrow. So that could be that could be nice. Uh, I think Duke's going to see Santa on Sunday. Wow! Yeah. When is uh, Duke going to get his UK football scholarship offered? Kid is, it's, he's getting old. Uh, after he gets his uh, YouTube video that gets 250,000 likes. Or Can views. you tell me about this, Roush? Yes. Just fill me in on all the deets here as if I'm a, as if I'm a seventh grader. So there's a football team around here, little youth football team that's, uh, Kind of a big deal. The Louisville Chargers. They've been, uh, you know, I would see them playing at like DeSales. And I'm, I'm sure they, uh, so some of the highlights were at St. X2. They, they play at some of those facilities. They actually won national championship a couple of years ago. And uh, two of their kids received offers from Kentucky earlier this week. And uh, they're just halfway through their seventh grade years. Uh, and 
unlike what, what makes this a little bit more unusual, you see young kids get offers, but typically it's like a big kid, you know, it is a Keontae Goodwin of sorts where you're like, well, that kid's huge. He's going to end up being a baller. Let's offer him a scholarship. These kids are just, you know, the 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 athletes, the ones that you kind of move around everywhere. Uh, Sekou Kamara and Jahai Brown, I believe. And they got offers from UK. So uh, congrats to them. I will say before you get all uh, – folks got to understand the notion of a, of a, of a football offer in football recruiting. Like it's not you you aren't getting a piece of paper that says you can come to the University of Kentucky for free. That's not the the notion of a scholarship offer is much different. There's you get offered and then uh well, you might not be a take though. You might not be a take until 5 years later. So uh, the offer is a nice gesture, a sign of goodwill, if you will. And this was Vince Merrill saying we're recruiting in the city of Louisville by God. And these kids are going to be studs. And you know what? It doesn't matter who's going to be that coach at Louisville because we, this is our city and we're recruiting it by God. And you know what? Offering seventh graders kind of works sometimes too. Works for our guy, Bully McCall. Now granted he was, you know, eighth grade, uh, word for Justin Rogers, word for Keontae Goodwin, not a whole lot different this time around. So I, I would say that this is a strategic kind of uh, staking your flag in Louisville kind of claim for the Kentucky football program. Yeah, I, I also saw it as a little tip of the cap to aspirations and the, yeah. the, the relationship and at times almost seems like a partnership with them in Kentucky football. And I'm all for it. You want to keep – it seems like we want to keep those folks happy. So if by – offering scholarships to how old are you in seventh grade 12 uh could be 13 fire away baby fire away let them rip do the old billy gillespie can you imagine being so good at a sport at 12 or 13 that you're getting a scholarship for college offered to you i would i'd go around just chugging juice boxes shoving kids in lock you'd think you're the big kid on oh yeah at the the middle school It was kind of funny that one of those YouTube videos, the kids talking and you're like, oh my gosh, this is a child. Like his voice, he's not gone through puberty yet. Well, quite literally a child. He's a seventh grader. Oh man. I don't know if I would need to hear him talk to, to drive that point home, but. Well, but like we, it was one of those YouTube documentary type deals where. Uh, I, know, I know what you mean. Normally and, when they do that stuff, it's like for a 16 or 17 year old. Yes, exactly. And I've seen plenty of those and I I don't like those to begin with, with 16, 17 year olds. And then you just hear like, hum, hum. I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I was, that's not supposed to be there. <laughs> I'd be more impressed if it was like a sixth grader and he was like, yeah, so and he's like you know, dragging a stick. He's like, yeah, I don't know. You know, right now I'm just focused on geography. <laughs> learning my state capitals trying to trying to get the girl on the side uh they might not even admit, girls might still have cooties you know uh, yeah <laughs> maybe so i may go to the skating party and hold stacy's hand this weekend who knows we'll figure that stuff out as i go Man, but uh, for the scholarship you. offer yeah whatever no biggie. skating parties i hope they're still a thing i if live you... by a skating ring and it is always bumping on the weekends really so that's where i gotta go out to windy town 
you got to go out to Lindy Town. It's the skating capital of the world, many call it. And yeah, and I always sometimes when I'm driving by, I'll see kids. I would do this as well. I didn't. I wouldn't rent the skates. Wasn't a nerd. I had my own rollerblades. No big deal. But you'd you'd wear the rollerblades from the car just straight in. You just go from you know you just you would never you'd be blading the whole way. But yeah, uh, they're still popular. I'm not. I think it's just kids' birthday parties. Nice, nice. I uh, deep tracks only. <laughs> there, there's also an ice rink in in Lenny Town as well. Oh wow! Are there's you a big ice skater? What the wife and I did it like two years ago, and I hadn't done it since I was probably like, I don't know, 16 or 15 or something like that. So it definitely had been over 10 years. Not as easy as I had remembered it. I, you know, I, I was fine, but back in the day, I'd used to be able to like skate backwards and like do spins and stuff like, like that. Jump Could, up in the air and I stuff. Fe- yeah. I fell a lot and I was sore too. I, you know, I was like 28, I guess then. Um, wouldn't the mind that, if I didn't ice skate again. What I am worried about, I haven't skied and like I haven't snow skied in about in over ten years. I hope I would still be good at that. Although if ice skating is any indication, I may be hosed, buddy. The the thing that I recall is that my ankles are not used to withstanding yes. that amount of stress and pressure. Correct. Just, it was it was a ton of pain in the ankles. Uh, we only did it for like thirty minutes, and we were like, "This okay?" But like we we have ice skated. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, date, date complete let's go home like you know we, we tried it there's there's also uh part two where like old people snow ski so like if they can do it surely i can right or like famous, old kids, famous so. last words yeah absolutely gosh you just goodness. don't you don't want a french fry when you should pizza or you will have right. a bad time yes you're you gonna have it. a bad time hey kid you got some poop on your face Text on into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. A little South Park reference for you if you didn't understand it. Roush, you called this. You were the first that I heard, but doesn't make it any less disappointing, but equal parts exciting for him. But mm-hmm. Kentucky lost a really good football coach yesterday. They did. John Summerall is now the second Mark Stoops assistant to get hired by Troy to be their head coach uh hired last night it was uh it, you're right that's the best way to put it it's bittersweet because he did a lot for the program but he was going to get a job eventually and this is a great landing spot a great starting point in the Sun Belt. troy's been very fairly successful over the years you can do a lot with that program he's got a lot of ties in the area as we all know very well so uh, very happy for the former UK player and now former assistant coach. I never never talked to somebody who had a bad thing to say about him. Uh, really well respected uh, in that locker room. But I think I think part of it is that Summerall could have done this. He, this could have been his move, or he was going to wait it out and be Kentucky's next defensive coordinator. And I, I think that kind of tells you to – where things stand with Brad White. You know, it doesn't feel like he's going anywhere anytime soon. So for Summerall, this is like, well, if if I'm kind of stuck here and, and my chance to move up isn't going anywhere, this is a great opportunity now. The Sun Belt's expanding. Um, so I'm I'm excited for him. I'm happy for him. Um, it's a real bummer to see him go because he is a just a good football dude. I think he's going to be a great football coach. Um, but I know a lot of guys over there are going to be missing uh, him in the locker room next year. Do we know 
who the new juice man is in the UK football program. What do we need? What who do we go to if we need juice? Um, so it was Juice Johnson for a while, but Juice Boy's gone, and then Summerall came in to be the juice guy. Um, I I don't know. Maybe we just get Cash Daniel to like he does his thing for JMI, and then the other part is him just get in the middle of a huddle and giving some juice. It's not bad. Maybe. Justin Juice Rogers potentially. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, uh, I uh, th- there's one uh, fan who's been suggesting let's go get Wesley Woodyard, bring him back into oh. the program. Summerall's former teammate, huh? That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. I'd be all for. I'd be all for that. I mean, we had Wesley on the show, didn't we? I think so. Wow, wow, how great! That that oh. would be great. I'll be rooting for Troy. I was when Neil Brown was there, so. It, it will be an easy transition back to the Trojans yeah, rooting for Summerall. That that was cool. The phone call was cool. Uh, seeing him get the job, and it's a, it's a huge deal. So congrats to him. We wish him nothing but the best. Speaking of coaching changes, Roush. Yep. Brian Kelly said hello to LSU. He made his first public appearance in Baton and uh, spoke in front of the Tiger fans, and many people are noticing maybe just a slight change in Brian Kelly's voice. Thank you. Thank you. Well, this is a great way to get started, and I haven't even won all my games yet. (laughs) It's a great night to be a Tiger. I'm here with my family. And we are so excited to be in the great state of Louisiana, but more importantly, to be with you great fans and to be part of what is going to be an incredible ride here at Louisiana State University. Justin, you got to play the family part. The the family part is by far like the, what are you doing? What are you doing, Brian? And I'll admit, sometimes if I've had a few Roush, like my, I unintentionally, I seem to like talk with more of a Southern accent. Right. Um, not always, like very few occasions, and I'll catch myself and, you know, I'll stop. Maybe Brian was throwing some back before the game, or I, I don't know, but Justin, play at least the family party. Here's the, so Jeff Darlington broke it down, and he did a video with Brian Kelly saying family at Notre Dame two days ago and then put the Brian Kelly family today at LSU. So let me play that one for you. Oh, that's great. Those incredible 12 years of my life for me and my family um, being here at Notre Dame. It's a great night to be a Tiger. I'm here with my family. (laughs) 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 Brian, why? Why? Why, Brian? Uh, They're going to love you regardless, and you're getting you're you're getting paid a hundred million dollars to coach football. They they know you're a Yankee, like you you can't hide that fact from them. Don't so don't try to. Oh man, that's good stuff. That was at an LSU basketball game, and a lot of people his LSU family family basketball with my family. (laughs) Oh, that's great stuff. Um, All right, what? Well, you want to get to the Thornton sex line or Roush? Did you have any quick hitters that you wanted to end hour one? I've got a few different things well, for hour I, two, but not enough time to get to them. I would just add that, you know, we, we in addition to Summerall departing, 
I, I don't know what that means for the guys he was recruiting um, because a couple of them were set to visit this weekend. Uh, Joel Anthony, the receiver from Mississippi, and Quintel Jones, who uh, has kind of been seen as the uh, backup plan, if you will, if Deion Walker does not commit to Kentucky. He, he will be announcing on signing day. Uh, December 15th, we found that out yesterday as well. So I'm not sure what it means for all of his recruits. I think in general, for recruiting in the South, Kentucky's still got guys down. Like Anwar Stewart's been doing some good work in the Atlanta metro area, and Chris Collins has been uh, throwing his hat in the ring as well. So I, I still think you have that presence down there, but I, I don't know what it immediately means for, for Summerall's guys. I know that he was trying to flip Jacoby Albert from Auburn. That might be tough now. Uh, I, that that one might be a stretch, but it, it appears that at least the other two guys, those should still probably be on the table for UK. Yeah, that's an interesting dynamic that we probably should have uh, brought up. I'm glad that you did, and I'm sure you will keep us updated on everything that you hear regarding those recruitments and those situations. It, it still feels like even with this, though, Roush, like Kentucky's momentum is is significant. Yes, yes. Like that losing Summerall isn't going to make it come to a screeching halt. Yes, that's that's correct. Um, those are one of the, you know, you'd rather you'd rather lose coaches like this than have to fire coaches. Correct. That's kind of <laughs> without a no doubt. Brain, no doy comment, but it is true. It is worth mentioning. Yes, which is something that had to happen last year. So uh usually there I think I don't know if there's ever been a time where we didn't have at least one coaching change. Um, from season to season under Mark Stoops, there's usually at least one or two. So I don't know who's going to be uh, the next man up. I was texting with Luggett last night, and he said Kentucky inside linebackers coach Jeremy Pruitt, which made me almost spit out my beer. Um, so <laughs> uh, who knows who Stoops will bring in um, as of right now. But maybe Luggett will give us a better idea in hour number two. Maybe so, and we'll get to that hour here momentarily. Want to remind you, KRC goes seven to nine Monday through Friday. Replay of the show nine to eleven, and you can listen to KRC wherever you get your podcast. If the streams being wacky and it's not all that enjoyable to listen to, we apologize. We're trying to work on it. I think it's gotten maybe a little bit better, but I also could just be making that up. But podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, just search for Kentucky Roll Call. Leave a rating and a review if you didn't mind. Hour two coming up next. We've got a full Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. We're going to want to hear from one of you all, get some gambling picks, home field apparel gambling picks, and just see how you all are doing. More more importantly, uh, got an update on that, by the way. So we'll get back to that. Hour two, KRC coming up next here on Big X Sports Radio. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. I can do absolutely nothing on my end about some of the streaming issues that have been going on today, but that's... I was almost late to getting back for hour number two because I was trying to figure it out. On desktop, it does not sound terrible. 
It, I like normal. On, on the tune in desktop. It sounds. Yeah, you may have to refresh it, and, and it's super annoying. I hate it. But maybe it's on the mobile that it sounds like robots. But we do apologize, and we're not surprised, unfortunately. But what we just tell folks is we really would appreciate it if you listen to the podcast. You won't have the technical difficulties on the podcast, and you can hear about who sponsors the podcast, Roush. Yeah, our good friends at Cornbread Hemp, which, guys, I talked to them yesterday. Y'all are getting some gummies. Your own. Wow. Yeah, yeah, really come through in the clutch. Um, they are clutch. That's how I would describe Cornbread Hemp. Nice, easy way to relax. One of those suckers at night. They're full-spectrum CBD. That means they got a little THC sprinkled in there as well. Uh, really take the edge off this stressful holiday season. Use the code BIGX at checkout. Get 30% off. That's Big X at checkout. 30% off. Cornbread Hemp, they're sponsoring all the KRC podcasts, which you can get on anywhere you get your podcast, Apple Podcasts, iHeart, or Spotify. I, I, I like seeing the the the, the folks who uh, share their Spotify, like that they listen to us on Spotify, TJ, because it's a nice reminder that people do, in fact, listen to us. Uh, yeah, it's always great to not be talking to nobody. <laughs> we need to get it's Jim. Also- Hick- we need to get Jim Higdon on uh, to talk about cornbread hemp, but I would I want more about the cornbread mafia oh i don't they, they don't sponsor the kentucky roll call podcast cornbread mafia is the book that the that the founder cornbread hemp wrote are you unfamiliar with cornbread mafia no I, like i'm very familiar with it i actually never read it though because books yeah no, <laughs> no time for that not enough pictures <laughs> i actually think they do have some pictures in that one though nice all right um yeah. Yeah, well, they got they have to show some of this. That 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 is one of the craziest stories that too many Kentuckians um, yeah. probably aren't aren't familiar with. Anyways, but yeah, get your cornbread hemp, get relaxed, get feeling good. Two percent THC, is that it? Or is Man. it 0.02? Yes, two milligrams. Two. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, there you go. It, it is. It is what it is. We're glad that you're back for hour two though, and it's going to be a fun hour. Roush, when do we want somebody to call in? Uh, right now, right now. 502-384-1450. The stream has gone to the pooper, but we still want you to call in and give us your home field apparel picks of the week. It's conference tournament week, so the yes. pickings are slim. But, so man, sh- I'm, I'm excited for these games, TJ. Which which one, what, uh, Sands SEC Championship, are you most looking forward to watching? I always just root for the chaos factor of conference. Uh-huh. Like I, I want the, whatever can disrupt the college football playoff rankings the most. So like I'm going to need Baylor to win. I'm going to need Utah to win. I know that doesn't really so much matter for Oregon. Uh, there was a funny TikTok of somebody that was like, here's how Iowa can kind of realistically get in to the college football playoffs. And she started her TikTok. She's like, so we're going to need to beat Michigan. And I'm not just talking win. I'm talking like 80 to nothing type of win. Uh, so that was pretty good stuff. So I'll be rooting for, obviously, Iowa to beat Michigan. I think everybody will be. Alabama, go out there and upset Georgia. Isn't that a weird thing to say? And then Houston. Iowa, Houston, go beat Iowa the snot out of Cincinnati. That's the important one. Sorry, Justin. If Iowa beats Michigan, is the Big Ten kept out of the playoff? Mm. 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 Yeah. Uh, Maybe. You can't put Ohio State back in, and you couldn't keep Michigan there with the loss to Iowa. Oh, they can't. Well, they could. <laughs> they very well could. 
They never uh, say never there, Justin, with Ohio State. That's yeah. True. Did how did did Indiana ever get to play in that conference championship game in 2020? Uh, we have never played in it, nor will we ever. Oh, that's right. They changed the rules just so Ohio State could get in because yeah. they had a chance at the national championship. Yeah, Who thanks for reminding me. But hey, it all worked out. You had a great 2021. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> so speaking of that conference championship that they didn't get to play in last year because they changed the rules, uh, Louisiana Lafayette, they were supposed to be playing for that conference championship game last year in the Sun Belt, but the game got canceled due to Corvid. Um, so, uh, <laughs> now they get their chance for revenge. It's their last game of Billy Napier. That game's going to be exciting. That's at the same time as the SEC championship game, though. That's unfortunate. It should be the night game because who the hell wants to watch that ACC football game? Uh, that, I mean, I'm going to watch it because it's going to be ridiculous, but, uh, the one I'm actually circled the most, the tops are going to be on top tonight, playing the road runners. Of UTSA. That should be a fun game. Seven o'clock kickoff. Yeah, it should be a fun game. And I'll be rooting for Western Kentucky in that one. I want Pittsburgh to win just because Wake Forest is not good. They're not good. And I think Pitt's okay. Like I think Pitt's a pretty solid football team. I can't get behind Wake Forest, though. I don't know why I can't. Uh, Why well, I know why I can't because they're not a good football team. That's why I can't. I, I also like Kenny Pickett just because I feel like he was getting dogged seven years ago for being bad at football, and now here he is not being bad at football. So um, it'd be nice to to see him have some success in year seven. Go play in a New Year's Six game. So let's let, yeah, let's go Narduzzi, Pitt Panthers, hooah. Okay, Justin is letting us know we have in. Well, we'll talk. We have Albo on the line for the home field apparel picks of the week. Albo, how are you? Hey, I'm good. Morning, fellas. How are y'all? Am I pronouncing that right, Albo? That's right. A L B O. Good deal. Well, what's up? Uh, not a lot. Just heading into work and uh, listening to the KRC boys as usual. Is the stream messed up uh, for you too, that. Aldo? Uh, not on the radio, not on the dial. Yeah, yeah, live listener, baby, we love it. Uh, well, you know how this segment works. We we want some gambling picks from you and an update on the contest. So this is an ongoing contest. We've had Morpheus call in. We've had John. We've had Trent. We've heard from Hunter. Last week on the Facebook page, we needed a contestant, and we didn't have a show on Friday, so we put it on the page. Dustin commented in and his picks went three and oh folks he took kentucky wow. as his lock that was easy money he took cincinnati and then he took the over he kind of piggybacked off some of our bets and he made a good decision doing that actually i think he technically just took maybe all my bets but uh <laughs> neither here nor there they worked out for him and we're happy about that albo you're got you can only tie dustin now and we imagine there will be a tie at some point and then we'll go to a pickoff and it'll be a lot of fun uh, and hoot and holler and have a good time with it. So, Albo, you got to be perfect here, all right? No room for error. Give me pick number one. A lot of pressure. I uh, hope to make that tie. So, I guess pick number one, I'll start with uh, the Pac-12 championship game tonight. Um, I don't I can't. I don't have the, the lines in front of me, but I looked at them last night. I think I like Utah to beat Oregon, so I'm going to roll that. They're giving two and a half to Oregon, so you're going to take the Utes. So. Yeah, I'll take him with the two and a half. I'll give him the two and a half. Albo, can you tell everybody what a Ute is? 
What'd you say, you? <laughs> you saying... <laughs> what is this? You? Oh, what's 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 pick number two, Albo? Uh, for pick number two, I think I'll go. Um, rooting for chaos, go against the grain here. I think uh, Georgia being under a seven-point favorite uh, seems like a that's what they want everybody to take, but kind of feels like maybe this is where Alabama gets right and shows that you know they're they're regular in the playoff and they're gonna probably. I don't know if they'll win, but I think they cover the spread against Georgia. So give me Bama. Okay, mm, I like it. I like it. And then your lock of the week, Albo. This is the big – well, they're all big ones now. I guess lock of the week really doesn't matter. you got to be perfect anyway. Yeah. So, what do you got? I don't know a ton about this team or really either team um, other than one of them is right here in our backyard. And the uh, the Roadrunners of San Antonio are dogs against the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers. And I know they had that long run. I don't know if they lost people, and that's why they lost last week to North Texas. But – Give me the Roadrunners. That's my lock of the week as an underdog plus two and a half. Home dogs. Home dogs. That's wow. they're, they're barking. They're barking, playing in the Alamo Dome. So, uh, wow, I didn't know you hated Western Kentucky so much. Anti-Western Kentucky fan yeah. elbow over here. Suck it, Bowling Green. <laughs> wow. Uh, a text Adam from the Sex says, this elbow guy sells lo- sounds like he's well endowed. <laughs> People may have said that before. <laughs> all right albo thanks for your time anything else for us uh no just uh roll call love it love it have a good weekend albo enjoy your day at the office pop out thornton's get yourself some donuts and coffee as you head in good hearing from him best of luck and we don't do phone calls often but it's always nice to hear from some some people people like albo <laughs> I'm really glad he picked up on the what's a you? <laughs> yeah, me too. That that worked out. That worked out pretty well. Keep the text coming into the Thornton sex line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. We're going to get to those right now. If you missed hour one, Ralph said this time next week he thinks that his great uncle Jeff Brom will be the head coach at the University <laughs> of Louisville. And I'm Roush. He's a great uncle now. <laughs> <laughs> He's a great. He's a great uncle to you. Oh, oh, a great, he's a, a great, great, comma, uncle. uncle. <laughs> he's actually Roush's cousin. Uh, Texer five zero two four one four fourteen fifty says, if Mitch Barnard had his way, he'd figure out a way to sneak some checkerboard in the belt buckle on the Mark Soup statue, <laughs> or like his the statue shoes or like checkerboard, you know, sneakers or something like that. Yeah, he, pro- he probably would. A checkerboard belt on a statue would be pretty sweet for what it's What about worth. just a checkerboard statue? There we go. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I actually really like the checkerboard belt buckle on the John Wall team uniforms. That was awesome. Yeah, they had that uh, with like the missing, you know, they had the set, they had the, the national title boxes and they had the years in them. And then there was mm-hmm. one that was empty. I that also awesome. like that. I've got a lot of pair of those. I've got several pairs of those shorts. And, do they um, go down to your middle of your calves? They they do. The, the white yeah. wear them. They're like basically a, a dress Pants. that goes through her ankles. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh man, those were really clothes. Now they're now now it's gotten tighter. Now things are tightening and going shorter. A texter oh. says, "Wait, Roush, I thought hoops was off Blankenbaker and went out of business. Was a great place to play AAU basketball." It did. It did. I guess I was thinking of like Mid America, and I said Hoops instead. No, um, you were, there, there's a bar called Hoops. That's what you were talking about. You're oh talking yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting the, the our Hoops is mixed up. Yes. Yes. 
Um, uh, getting Scoot a moped sounds like a terrible idea. Just invest in some nice, comfortable walking shoes. And for God's sake, man, stay on the sidewalk. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good advice. <laughs> yeah, you are oh behind the wheel. Seems dangerous. Well, the, in all fairness, the scooter wasn't a wheel. What? How do you think scooters move? Handlebars. Yeah, but you're behind the wheels. Goodness. Until you got thrown off of it, which I'm sure you went ahead of the wheels after that. <laughs> behind the handlebars. Texter, Guinea, or, uh, what's the absolute fastest you guys have driven a car, and what was the reasoning behind it? Oh, my gosh. The, I don't think we need to be asking Scoots this a day after he totaled his car. How are you feeling today, by the way? You, you he said he's, feeling, said he's feeling good to start no, the I'm, show. I'm great. I feel awesome. He said he's Justin, not, I feel like you're kind of laughing in the face of karma right now. Just kind of really. Oh, me, me and karma have had some good dances, Nick. I don't think I need to laugh in the face of karma. I think, I think you are, though. <laughs> How much did you pay for those dances? Uh, we don't karma. need to disclose that. <laughs> <laughs> you I signed up, an NDA. Are you meeting up with the, the date this weekend? Uh, We'll see. We'll see how it plays out. What, what are you just going to text her um, at like five and be like hey you want to grab drinks this is something you need to plan well, out so in advance I, i'm pretty tight this weekend i know she is as well so we'll see if it can happen or not i'll give you an update monday i promise like financially tight what does that mean no just time tight you know you know me i never have any time well okay what do you got going on it sounded like when you described your weekend what you were doing this weekend earlier you didn't have much going on uh, I don't know if I was ever asked what I'm doing this weekend. I have a basketball game tonight. That's I've got cool. a baby shower for my sister tomorrow. Nice. I yep, it's pretty pretty packed weekend. I gotta go. Oh yeah, and I gotta go look for a new car. Oh man, the new car that's <laughs> gonna be. You, when you were talking about how it was such a relief, it is. It's not like I can't think it, of, <laughs> of. Like I just moved, and that's probably the only thing that's a bigger pain in the ass than getting a new car. There so. It's gonna it's gonna be painful for a few weeks, but in the long run, it's gonna be worth it. Hey, at least you don't have to get an oil change. That's true. Or replace my windshield, or uh, replace my tires. Yeah, uh, Texter, and you're right. We, we, I I neglected to ask you. I asked, I asked Roush, and um, didn't get around to asking you. Mm. What's the are the the fat? Well, did anybody want to answer the fastest they've driven? Um, I, think we, I think we have before. Yeah, I don't know. I probably did 100 on the Gene Satter once just to see how fast my car could go. Whoa, 150. Whoa, bad boy. 150, wow. That's that's the perks you get of growing up in the country. What kind of car was it in? Uh, it was my Mustang at the time. Oh, driving a Mustang? Wow. Thank goodness there was no shovels. Thank God, yeah. What's, uh, should the 76-foot Mark Stoop statue be riding a 76-foot Little Howard? <laughs> that's a, that's a great text. That's a great text, and one that I think that the the statue folks are going to have to consider. Where is Little Howard in this equation? Uh, that's a good point. Um, yeah, I also think I think you got to go with a hat on the statue too, right? No, no, no. Oh wow. No, I think well, you're gonna. Also, are we going off season stoops or mid season stoops? <laughs> mid season, baby. Oh wow. Ugh. And I don't know how they're going to do it with the bronze to get the kind of the the, the, the red the, hue out. Yeah, the rosacea in the space, but <laughs> you know technology these days. <laughs> Just don't make him a robot. We cannot <laughs> get the person that did Ronaldo's bust. 
Oh man. A texter says, "And you all uh, think statue talk isn't fun?" It's oh yeah. Get the hell out of here. Losers. Totally agree. Louisville is just a good team. Not great. The ACC looks like Duke and no one else. Top four in the ACC probably only gets Louisville as a nine seed at best. Talking about UofL basketball. Maybe a text not for us, but it got sent over. Regardless, um, I think Louisville is a, a above average college basketball team. Mm, that's, that's nice. That's a nice compliment, TJ. You said something nice about Louisville today. Pat yourself on the back. Hey, I always say nice things about U of L, and I said I had empathy for him earlier today. So that's oh two. Gosh. What is wrong with you? I have empathy for the spot that they are currently in because it's tough. You you may have to fire God just a few days after his father passed. I know it's a business and all that stuff, but that's that's still not fun. Or you have to keep a guy who nobody's excited about. That's also not fun. So I do have a little empathy for the cards. Did you? Uh... Not that they'd want to. There... Did you did you see the the school? I want to say it was like Garrett County that fired their coach right before he was having open heart surgery. Their high school coach. I did see that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, okay. It, Could they I not think, like mutually just come to some sort of agreement? Yeah. Oh gosh. Just, just in case something went wrong, <laughs> we wanted him to know that he was let go. <laughs> Hopefully the hope and heart surgery went well. Yes. Um, yeah. Haven't got a follow-up, though, on that. A texture says, fellow UPSer here, and there's nothing to complain about when the doors are open in December and we're riding around in shorts and short sleeves making literally all the money. Suck it up, buttercup. Oh, wow. man. We Suck got, it up. That was from another delivery driver. He's talking smack to another delivery driver or another <laughs> UPS, UPS worker. worker. UPS yeah. text line drama. Love it. Well, it's the Thornton text line. So, yeah. Suck it, Justin. Uh, well, oh, yeah. Suck. Well, yeah, that was worded wrong. <laughs> uh, another texter on the Thorntons uh, <laughs> text line says, Justin, come try to hang with the big boys out here over 207 days a week. Are these deliveries? I'm guessing they sent a picture and it looked like deliveries. They're yeah, I'm guessing it's a delivery. Uh, yeah. Should we get this person fired for sending us names and addresses? That's true. Ooh, we probably should. Like I'm Anthony Taylor's house at Macfire Road. Hmm. Man. Not a real Sorry, name. Anthony not Taylor. <laughs> You're not getting your package this year, buddy. You, yeah. TJ, that was pretty incredible. You like mixed up all the names and addresses. Justin, just shut just, up. God. <laughs> You and this Trevor, is, uh, if there's one uh, thing about I, our I producers, nobody steps on jokes more than you two. Is Davis. there a rule in producing business at, at producer school? Do they tell you, like, make sure you step on every joke? <laughs> Don't recall producer school. I wasn't listening. <sighs> Look, I'm proud of Scoots, and I'm rooting for him, but are we sure he didn't get bamboozled by the nine chick? Multiple fifteen dollars shots and not even a good night smooch. It's it's a fair it's a fair question. It did I mean, cross no my mind when I heard about the price of the shots. Yeah, like this just seems fair. like maybe. That's why we need a follow up, Justin. Yep. Yeah, I'll, I'll see what I can do. Maybe not such expensive shots this time. Oh yeah. God, no. Trying to think of like. Where's the dirtiest hole in the wall place in town? <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, just to keep track of the transfers, who will be playing for the Cats next year? The receiver from Virginia Tech, the defensive end from Florida, the DB from Penn State, elite SEC mystery receiver. Anyone I miss? This seems like a good place to go to a break, Roush. Maybe come back. We can mm-hmm. talk about this. Maybe Luckett will have some insight on this stuff, and we will do our home field picks of the week as well at some point. It's and we'll finish idea. up. We'll finish up this week. A fun week. Great, a great week, by the way, for KRC. And we thank you a lot. You all are obviously the the, the reason for all that. But ever who doesn't love a good old U of L bashing? People forget Man, that suck this at U of L. Less than a week uh, old. As much as we've had fun with it. Okay, we'll be back. Kentucky roll call here on Big X Radio. Peter no, no. Walker, Nick Rouse. Dexter says, Nick Richards got his first career NBA start on Monday. 12 hours before, Trevor asked, what's he up to nowadays? Gosh, still can't even admit how wrong he was in that discussion. He was definitely not looking for y'all to say that he was in the NBA. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. I was was talking about that specific moment, that game, that one season. He was kind of, I was saying he could be as good. (laughs) Scramble mode. Welcome back. One final segment, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. I thought this text that we ended that last segment to was a good one. I'll refresh it here on the Thornton's text line. Just to keep track of the transfers who will play him for the Cats next year, the receiver from Virginia Tech, the defensive end from Florida, the defensive back from Penn State, elite SEC mystery receiver, anyone I missed. Roush, so some big news in the transfer portal yesterday. And I do think, I think maybe you said it yesterday, but like we do need to be patient on the transfer portal. It could be the spring in Kentucky could get some guys. But yesterday mm-hmm. was a wavy day because there were some big names and can, some former big-time Kentucky targets that we had heard about. So can you fill us in on who the Caps are going to get? Well, um, Chris Bogle, that, the, the kid from Florida that uh, the texter mentioned, an edge outside linebacker, that one does seem like it's moving relatively fast. Uh, but elsewhere, you're not quite sure because you. Every time I hear a name, it's one person says, "Ooh, this guy. He's probably connected. You know, it sounds like he, he's going to be end up at UK." And then somebody else is like, "Yeah, well, that's not the big one, you know." And that that's the that's the part that's exciting because you think you kind of got your nose pointing going in the right direction, but they're like, "Well, you're right, but there also could be more." So I don't know exactly what Kentucky is going to do other than that they are seemingly in the mix for a lot of big time players. Uh, And Bogle is the one that I think I'm most confident will happen and and will happen soon. Wow. That's, that's uh, like how soon, how soon we talking? Uh, I mean, I'm probably going to write a post when the show's over just to have it ready. Um, So that, that I, I have no idea, but when you've got, I think he was a Florida reporter saying that this one looks like Kentucky. Feels like there's just nothing left but a little bit of window dressing. So what would what would he bring to the program? He's pretty damn good. T- former top fifty recruit, and you saw Kentucky last year. 
they essentially had to play a different defense because they didn't have enough outside linebackers. They only had three guys, J.J. Weaver, Katie McDaniel, Jordan Wright. Weaver was coming back from an ACL. Wright was injured uh, a couple of times uh, throughout the year. So I uh, they, they, they had to do that sort of nickel thing where you're playing Vito Tisdale and Devontae Robinson a ton and only one outside linebacker. Bogle not only gives you more depth at that position, but it also doesn't force you to have to play Keaton Wade and Tyrese Fearbury uh, a ton uh, as 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 young up and coming true freshmen. So I, I also I don't know if that means anything for Jordan Wright's status if he's going to stay or go. Um, but I, if nothing else, like they they need guys there. I think they kind of anticipated that Justice Dingle might be able to do that. Uh, that's that's at least what they said. He might have ended up being more of a "Hey, bring your brother to Kentucky" kind of deal. Uh, so having Bogle is significant. He's a great athlete. Uh, he's got some pretty decent numbers. Uh, three starts last year, so he's going to be a big get for the Cats. Okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. What about Enzo Jennings? That name was hot, big hot name back in the day. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't realize he was in the portal. That'd be fun, but uh, Queenscale was his lead recruiter, so I don't oh, really yeah. know. You know, and and he hadn't uh, played a ton at Penn State, but Penn State secondary one of the best in the country. So it's kind of you. You can understand why maybe he hadn't gotten the minutes. And with the state of Kentucky secondary, bring him in. I I just want all the defensive back options. I didn't like. I didn't like that Tennessee game too much. I, I would. I would. I would like that not – the year before Tennessee game was a lot more fun, actually. I will say, too, with Jennings, like Jennings is a good player, but you kind of – kind of does what Vito does, right? So, I mean, I mean you're good – you're pretty good at safety. Um, like, I, I think Jalen Geiger showed you a lot in limited time, and he, he started to really come on towards the end of the year. The corner is, I think, the, the most dire position as of now, and – um I'm going to be honest with you. I thought Enzo Jennings was a cornerback. Is he I, not? I think he plays safety for them. Well, oh, okay. I mean, that's what UK was recruiting him to. I didn't. I admittedly did not pay attention to what he was doing at Penn State. Um, yeah, I, I, same same with me. Yeah, I just he's I listed thought, as a safety. So. I just remember I loved his highlight tape, and he definitely played corner uh, a good deal in that. But that could have just been a high school thing, yeah. uh, or whatever. Also, a very cool name too. Great name. Yeah. yeah. All timer. Uh, All timers. <laughs> All right, we want to do these. That sounds like a a fashion line, you know. Did we? Are we sure Luckett's coming on today? I think he just forgot about us. Well, it's I no big deal. It I mean, there's there's not a game to preview. I could see why he could, and he's so far behind in the in the picks. It's not that huge of a deal. I'm just trying to figure out if we should go ahead and give our picks yet, or wait for him. And if he's not coming, no biggie. Let's um let's read a few more texts before we get to the picks. Because I, I like a lot of stuff this weekend. So Yeah, we're not even to the text from today. Not actually yeah. even all that close to it. So good call. Oh, although, let me address this Billy tweet. Billy tweeted in the show, said, Man, I really enjoyed the name and street delivery bit for about nine seconds, but at least you did a good job. What does that mean? He's trying to clown on you. I, it, Crickets. The, the, the street, so he, did, he didn't like the joke. Did not like it one bit. Well, Billy's dead to me, and that settles <laughs> that. A texter says, Robert, Nick, I need a KSR post-listing post out 
of all, I think he wants a KSR article is what he's, a KSR post. Okay, my bad. Robert, I apologize. It jumped around on me. Nick, I need a KSR post listing out of all the 85 players, the percent chance they come back next year. A narrative for each would be nice too. Thanks in advance. That's not asking too much, Roush. Yeah, just a paragraph on all 85 players. Where yeah, and it can also not just like percentage of them being in the program the next season, but just kind of what they've meant to the program up to this spot and what they personally mean to you. What the- how are they as human beings? Exactly. Peter let them in the gates of heaven. Exactly. Like, just judge them down to their core. How much money do they make after taxes? Sadly, with nil, probably more than us, right? <laughs> hey, fellas, Brad from Bellbrook here. Or actually, Roush, you take this one. My text line is okay. I, I read that Louisville has a chance to make the guaranteed rate bowl, and I have to say that reading that tickled me more than getting my fart box. Oh, no, we can't say that word. I mean, I think no. you could technically say all those words, and also you stepped on his Lousyville comment. He said, he spelled it Lousyville. He did. Good job, Brad. That's a new one. (laughs) Brad from Brellbrook with a spicy text. Uh, The next texter says, the Memphis Grizzlies beat the Oklahoma City Thunder tonight. Huge win. Final score, 152-79. to Thunder put up a great fight. So, uh, TJ, it sounds like your text line isn't messed up. No, I just didn't want to read that last part. I lied to you. (laughs) Yeah, that was the largest uh, scoring margin in NBA history. 73 points. And, but Shay Gilgis Alexander did not play from what I saw. So it's not a slide on him. Not a slide on him. Not a slide on him. I didn't recognize some of the names. on. I mean, I didn't recognize most of the names. I shouldn't say some. I didn't recognize most of the names of the people on the Thunder. So it looked like a pretty bad, bad team. But the hey, Grizzlies, they're doing a great job thinking, though, or tanking. It's, all, it's only the beginning of December, too. It's not even, it's not even Christmas. Oh, man. Uh, another texture says, suck it, Hoops. Stooges is better anyway, which uh, I found out last night that, of course, they're owned by the same family. So, makes sense. <laughs> so, Stooges is where everybody goes after work. That's the or that's the third shift bar, right? Yeah, yeah, by by the airport. Uh, big UPS. I'd love, big to sit UPS in on people. I'd, I'd love to sit in on that someday. They've just got the, uh, volleyball leagues up there. They have volleyball leagues at Stooges? Oh, yeah. That's, that's the only reason I've gone up there is Brooke used to uh, – playing or coaching them or not coaching and playing them they got like a a nice pretty decent court so yeah it's really weird that brooks and mine's path hasn't crossed on the volleyball circuit just both being elite level elite level uh you know both thrived in their individual leagues in college it's weird that we haven't like i haven't played against her you know what do you play in women's leagues (laughs) (laughs) she does co-ed no, she does not really. I mean, she'll sub for like doubles or something, but yeah, not not really. But she does all girl, all all girl, all volleyball, sand volleyball leagues. Yeah, it's like really competitive. It's like oh my gosh, of, yeah, yeah. I've never seen it before. Actually, the places I go, I've never seen anything but co-ops. Yeah, no, it's the 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 ones where it's they're much more competitive when they're not co-ed. Believe it or not. Um, Oh, I totally, yeah, I believe that. Because yeah, at that yeah. point, you're like, you know, it's like pickup, you know, it's, well, it's like pickup basketball, but it is. You you really want to win. You don't want to lose. Yeah, and it's like the same people, so they really, really don't like each other. Yeah. Man, that I, I get why you go watch that. Hell yeah, that would be, <laughs> I always was like, why isn't he playing? Like, you know, I've, I've, we've had people 
in our leagues that are new to volleyball and it's fun watching them grow and get better as they play. Like you can't be that bad, Roush. You're six foot nine and you're athletic. Like certainly you could fill in here and there. That makes so much more sense now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we did uh we've done co ed leagues before, and that was their kind of like, let's get Nick into it. And it was fine. I mean, we beat everybody because uh, we had her on the team, but it's a, it's 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 just better quality when it's not co ed. You'd be good on the net. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm terrible at blocking. What? Um, How? just jumping and putting your arms in the air well I, i'm just if people i'm just i'm not i'm not very good at it like I'm, I'm i'm too far off the net most of the times it takes me a while to kind of get into a groove and jumping not a strong suit of mine i, I guess i'd not. have to i guess i'd have to see it um a texter on the thornton sex line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. the constant robot robotic vibration on your broadcast makes it almost impossible to listen to your station thank you we appreciate that. Why would Jeff move to a weaker conference into a place that is more difficult to recruit to? No, it's, Louisville it's, is not more difficult yeah. to recruit to. All right. We, we can poke all the fun in the world at UofL, but we we got to at least be honest. Yeah, West Lafayette versus Louisville. Like, Louisville's a pretty fun city to live in. And the biggest thing that the, – the reason why it's going to be better for Jeff's career, like from a personal standpoint, and why – like, he needs to be in the ACC. His offense isn't suited to have a lot of success in the Big Ten. Yes, it kicks the hell out of Iowa every time they play him, but that style of play, the athlete he wants, the kids from Florida, like that that can have a lot of success in the ACC. And from a recruiting standpoint, you can't really do it. Like You, you have to be able to play with the big guys in the trenches in the Big Ten. So he can win a lot better with finesse in the ACC uh, doing his trick plays, having the kind of wide open offense and stuff like that. Yeah, that I totally agree with that. I, I actually wasn't even I, that hadn't even crossed my brain that like he is so much better suited for how ACC teams play than the Big Ten. That like the Big Ten actually wasn't a very good fit for him. Right, right. right. Um, and Big Ten, you know, some of that stuff's overblown, and the you can find great athletes anywhere in the country. It doesn't have to be the Florida kids and stuff like that. But I, I, the you are your overall point is is well taken. And West Lafayette, quite literally, is one of the toughest Power Five places to recruit to. Their biggest selling point is how close you are to another city. Think about that, like how close you are to Chicago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not good. That that's not a good selling point. And credit to Brom for like getting facilities and doing a lot of upgrades and updates up at Purdue. I haven't been up there to see them, see them personally, but a friend of mine, no, but people I've talked to that go to those games talk about it. Like he had, he is building something nice there, but even still it's like, you're at such a disadvantage getting great athletes to spend their four years of college football on Purdue's campus. No offense to the fine folks at West Lafayette. No offense, no offense, but plenty of offense. Also, here's one thing, too, to consider. Um, he's got a pretty decent quarterback that he had recruited with him up to Purdue that I think is from Indiana. He could just bring him on down here, have him wait a year behind Cunningham, and have that thing rolling pretty quickly at Louisville. So something to keep in mind. Something to keep in mind. I, also, I agree. Like it, it, that's, the, that's the frustrating thing for the Louisville fans. Is like there is this scenario. Maybe it's improbable. Maybe it's very probable. Seems like folks don't really know, except Roush is saying in a week it's going to happen. But that's, that's what's stake. That's what, that is what is at stake. Another year of just misery, even if UofL is good, and they should be 
they've got another easy schedule and they will be returning um, a decent amount of their players and they should be getting Cunningham back. So you're looking at probably a six, seven, maybe if things go their way, an eight win season. Yes, another drubbing by Kentucky is on the horizon and they understand that and that's no big deal. But if you, it's not going to be fun for them. They're not going to show up. The stadium's going to be empty. You're not going to recruit well because the dead man walking thing. Or, Roush, you snap your fingers. You have your uncle as the head coach. You get some juice back. The place is going to be full for opening day because everybody's going to want to see Brom. The offense is going to be exciting. Cunningham's back. You're going to get some momentum on the recruiting trail because it literally cannot be any worse in the city of Louisville. And boom, look at that. That sounds a hell of a lot more fun, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like, and those I, are such – it reminds me of, like, a utopia. Like, you look at it, it's just, like, everything's black and gray and dead. And then on the other side, it's this, like, lush, evergreen forest and jungle. And in the next week, we're going to see which way UofL is going to be going in that regard. Yeah, and as far as recruiting goes, Kentucky is still going to get the lion's share, I think, of the in-state commitments – but your your kids like Jawan Northington, you know mm-hmm. your guys at Mail, uh, your kids at Trinity. Like I think he is going to be getting much more. You know, it's going to be much closer to 50-50 than a hundred zero. You know, Abs- absolutely yes. And that's the only thing that worries me. Make no mistake about it. Brom goes to U of L. Good for U of L. They'll have some juice, and it'll be understandably so, and they'll be happy, and maybe they even deserve a little happiness after the near decade that they've had. That being said. Kentucky's still daddy in this state, and they Woo-hoo. would still, I would still think Kentucky would win easily. I mean, remember what, no offense to your uncle, but what Auburn did to Purdue. And it, it's going to, there's going to, there's still going to be some beatdowns on UofL's future. However, what you said is, is my concern is that he'll know how to play the recruiting game in the city and even the state, but especially the city, a hell of a lot more than Satterfield, who'd never even, who didn't even know there was a game going on. Oh, speaking of didn't know a game was going on, uh, I got a message from Luckett. Uh, we're still doing picks. No, he's out. He, or he's is in. he out? He's, he's in. in. Adam Luckett, KentuckySportsRadio.com. It's the last week, Luckett. You're, you're almost done, buddy. Can I get some double jeopardy here? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think double jeopardy here would hurt, would help you that much. Final jeopardy then. That works. You're in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll do it. Daily double. All right. Uh, let's just do the picks real quick, and then maybe we'll ask you a question or two, Luckett. Uh, be, we'll be quick on it. Normally, I think we start with whoever is in first. Do we know who that is this go-around? Oh, oh. you just suck it. Do you? Oh. God. Turns out it's me. Uh, give me Utah giving two and a half against Oregon. I'm not an organ believer. That's really just kind of as simple as that. So taking you call. There's my first pick. Boom. Uh, we go to second place, which is for the first time this year, Nicholas Roush. Go ahead, buddy. I'm going to do something I normally don't do, and I'm going to take a total, and that's in the Conference USA championship game. Give me all the points. Western Kentucky, UTSA, over 72 and a half. Gotcha. All right, I will go. First of all, Adam, welcome to the call, and I wanted to commend you. I know I've gave you a lot of crap all year, but you've stuck through it. You've showed up every week other than one, so hats off to you, buddy. I'm going to go opposite of you, TJ. Give me Oregon plus two and a half. Utah doesn't beat him again. Oh, oh. there's the alarm. There it is. Uh, okay, that's. Uh, I'll be honest, I didn't realize they had already played this year. Go ahead, Luckett. <laughs> 
was last week too. It was, two it was weeks last ago. week. They played two weeks ago. Uh, I, was, I was drinking that weekend. <laughs> Picked bad week to quit sniffing glue. Billy Napier's going to Florida, but first he's going to get a win. He's catching three points at home against App State. Give me the Cajuns plus three. Okay. All righty. Let me get that down. Plus two and a half, but that's fun. Um, my next pick, I'm taking Pittsburgh giving three versus Wake Forest. And I'm kind of rushed and I'm a little flustered, if we're going to be honest with you all. Oh, and I may, wow. wanted to make that my lock of the week. So uh, I reserve the right to switch that. But whoever is next, go. That would be Roush. Uh, get, mark me down for Billy Napier, plus two and a half as well. Final game, he ain't losing. They're getting revenge for that game last year. They got taken away from him. All righty. All righty. Uh, Justin. Uh, UTSA just lost their first game last week, getting three and a half against Western. Give me UTSA. Okay. Wow. A lot of Hilltopper haters on the show this I'm, week. I'm with oh, Albo my. today, baby. Yeah, you really are with Albo today. All right, Luckett, what do you got for us? Houston's won 11 games in a row. I think they'll be able to hang with Cincinnati, so give me the Cougars plus 10 and a half. Okay. Cougars. Plus ten and a half. That's that's a that's an interesting pick. Okay, lock of the week time. Time to lock it up. Time to lock mm-hmm. up this home field apparel's best website for UK gear. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Make sure you're checking them out. Uh, vintage, vintage UK gear. I am going with lock it up. Napier plus two and a half. I love it. Great pick, guys. <laughs> Maybe, well, a, little all, Maybe all... a little gamesmanship. We're all on the public side, too. Like the, Everybody likes this bet, but you know what? Who cares? Uh, the bet that nobody's talked about yet that's easy, easy-peasy, lemon-squeezy. Georgia is the best team in college football, and it's not even close. Yes, Kirby Smart likes to sit on leads when he's got it, but Georgia's going to – they've been talking about Alabama and Nick Saban for five years. I mean, this game, they put it up on a pedestal, and just like Michigan last week, they're going to come out and they're going to rock them. Georgia, lock it up, minus six and a half. I don't know why, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind just seeing Alabama get curb stomped. I, 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 and I don't dislike Saban. I don't dislike this Alabama team specifically, but I just think it'd be fun to see. Yeah. Nick, you were talking about easy. I thought you were going to take my lock of the week because I feel like it's pretty easy. They've been good to me all year. Give me the over in the action. Seventy-four and a half, Kent State, Northern Illinois. You you lost that bet last week, by the way. Yeah, yeah that's very few times that's happened this year, though. That's true. What about they're they're playing in a dome though? Is it really matching if it's in a dome? All the better for the over. That's yeah. true. That's true. All right, Luckett, your last lock of the week of the year. I'm also going to Pac-12. I'm taking the dog. Oregon's got better talent. I like like the fact that they played already and lost in embarrassing fashion. So give me the Ducks catching points in the Pac-12 championship. Wow, That's right. suck it, TJ. <laughs> Turns out they played. Uh, all right, hey, Luckett, any transfer in the transfer portal that you think Kentucky should definitely go get because you think they're really good? Uh, that no one has like seriously popped that I think like is a straight up superstar in the portal yet. I mean, obviously we got a lot of QBs going in there, and we'll see that looks like big names. So I can't say for sure that yet, but I think that'll probably come later. But no one. No big superstar, but I think you're going to see maybe the staff get four or five right quick and then keep a couple spots open late in case something happens later in the summer, similar to Darryl Rosenthal last year. Wow, so don't get excited about any potential transfers coming in in the in the. I didn't say say that, but (laughs) there's no huge names out there yet that I would be like, oh, that's Wondell Robinson, like 
Gotcha. Gotcha. That and and that's and and Wandell Robinson, he was an elite player. So we we understand. All right. Uh Roush, you got anything else for Luckett, Justin? Yeah, um, Luckett, you can suck it because the Saint X Tigers are gonna get their teeth kicked in tomorrow night hey. in the state championship game. Hey, grow up, buddy. <laughs> grow up. That wasn't very nice, was it, Luckett? The uh well, what did these sales go this year, Nick? That's not important. Uh, are we here to talk about the sales? Or are we here what to talk they about really Saint X and State I, Championship? I didn't know what was what they what their record finish. Yeah, one good, not like great. What, like what? Like what? It was it was their first not great year in a long time. Okay, was it, it was like, or, I think it was like two and eight, TJ. No, two and nine. Okay, parents were coaching for God for God's sake. Give them a break. <laughs> they need to spend two hundred and fifty thousand dollars on their next head football coach. <laughs> these, these sales literally did the roll the ball out. Oh, man. That's good stuff. Uh, Tigers by 90, most likely. Is there any interesting things about that state championship game you want to let the listeners know, Luckett? I mean, there's obviously a lot of good players playing it, D1 guys that are going to make differences um, in the college game. But anything else? Uh, no, I wouldn't say. I mean, Mel St. X, best two teams in the state. So if you're in high school football, that's probably the game you want to see. Um, and then there's some other the 5A matchup, obviously, Douglas. Um, it's got some really good players on it. So that would be the one from a future aspect. And then obviously Sanix Mill, um, two good teams playing. Yep, absolutely. All right, enjoy your weekend, buddy. Thanks again for a great season. You did All awesome. Right. All right, guys, can't wait to do it again next year. All righty. There's Adam Luck at KentuckySportsRadio.com. There's our home field apparel picks of the week. And let's finish up this Thornton's text line. Let's do it. Uh, a texture says uh, – Skating parties are still a thing, but you no longer rent out a small room off to the side. Parents are renting, renting out the entire rink for a couple hours. Wonder gotcha. where that runs, gotcha. yeah. I mean, it, I'm sure it's not that bad. I mean, yeah, they can't they they can't charge too much money. I mean, that's yeah, right. Because I mean, how else do you bring all the people in? You know, like, got to be relatively inexpensive. Kids' uh, birthday jo- parties are our next frontier, by the way, Roush. I mean, oh, we're, already, yeah. we're already there, obviously, but like when it gets crazy, when you just have like a million kids running around screaming their lungs off, playing, there's blood, like people are getting hurt. It's mm-hmm. looking forward that, to that. That's in our future. Yeah, it's in our future. And cold beers off uh, to the side, and some cornbread hemp. John here. Good sticky biscuits morning to all. Okay, has Tony <laughs> Pollard passed Zeke on the Cowboys depth chart? Like, John. That's not, that's, a, that's, not an out, that's not an outlandish take. That, but that, let's not phrase it that way. Tony Pollard is better and has been better than Ezekiel Elliott for like two years. So yeah. I, that, that, that's what you say. That's your got to be your take, John. Not have they passed on the depth chart. Depth charts don't really matter that much, uh, oh, as we've yeah. seen with Mark Stoops's each Monday. Um, Justin, you're good at your job. There's no doubt about that. Nick. However... Mr. Kelsey is a legend of Kelsey, and to be the man, you have to beat the man, and you are not quite there yet, my friend. Wow! John's never been mean at all, ever. I don't think that's mean. I didn't, uh, I didn't read that, that as mean. second to Trevor Kelsey. I yep. don't know if it's a bigger insult. And he says, well, that's all I have to say about that. I'll be going. Y'all have a good day. Wow! I mean, he's, he's not wrong that KRC is a – or Trevor is a KRC legend – now or is he a he's on his way out. who's to say some sure. he's very controversial figure in the show's history some loved him some didn't 
but we do know that he played bad music far too often, unfortunately. Far too often. Another texture says, sounds like Brian Kelly is slowly turning into Brother Love. He kind of does. Uh, that's that. Uh, I don't. I don't know if you know Brother Love, TJ, old wrestler, but it's very, very similar. Very similar. No, I don't. How many of our recruiting targets would have come through for us to creep into the top ten rankings? I assume Wagner will stay at Notre Dame. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I, I don't know, Texter. It, I, I, it's probably unlikely because the thing is, Kentucky's 13th right now. I think I even saw them 12th and 24-7. But a lot of these kids that are going to announce on signing day, they're going to go to schools that are at the top. So I think it'll only just kind of embolden them up there. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it'd be tough. I think it'd be tough to do. Texter says, John here again. Sorry, I forgot Alabama will beat Georgia by 6-plus. We'll got to go. Talk to you wow, later. that is just not even close to happening. I guess we'll find out. That's why they play the game. I'm excited about that one, though. Yeah, should be fun. Well, that's at 3.30, right? Yeah, or 4. Um, Ooh, it's one of those two. Conference finished. Championship weekend doesn't get – there hasn't been a ton of close games in it. So I hope that breaks serve this time around. A texter says, on my way to Lexington to watch my Russellville Panthers, led by former cat Mikey Benton, put a smackdown on those Pikeville posers. The Woo! real Panthers by 90. Suck it. Eastern Kentucky. WKY 270 for life. Western wow. I, I'll be cheering for the RVK as well, but I, I do worry because Pikeville, they got some dudes there. So uh, I think that game kicks everything off at noon today. So six games over the next two days. I, I'm I'm familiar, obviously, with the same X male game, Go Tigers. But so we got an Eastern, we got an Eastern versus Kentucky or Eastern versus Western Kentucky matchup. That's exciting. Yeah, the there's a couple of them. Um, the Paducah Tillman Belfry game. It's the longest matchup between two state championship teams ever. What does that mean? Like they're 420 miles apart. It's closer oh, for Belfry I mean, to get to physically. Canada than it is to get to Paducah. What? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. That's fun stuff. I like that. That's what it's all about. That's a geography Thursday trivia TJ kind of question. I like all these uh, kids getting all these good players too, getting to check out UK's campus. Pretty nice. Go make more. Pretty money. nice. And, and all the coaches will be hanging out there. They're going to have some official visitors in town over the weekend. So, uh, should be a good one, including the kid, the New Jersey cornerback, Igbunison. He's going to be officially visiting this weekend. So, should be a real nice car. Texter says, I don't see U of L being competitive with UK for at least the next two years because no matter who the coach is, we'll take a couple of years for recruiting and development to catch up. And that assumes UK stands still and doesn't yeah, move forward. I, I, That's a good point. Uh, it is a good point, but I'm going to say that rebuilding is much easier in college football now than it was before the transfer portal and nil. Um, you are right about that, but it's still not a, not a guarantee. Yeah. I mean, you, you still have to, you're, you'd have to get four guys on that defensive front. They could be, you know, a different position. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Different yeah. Things. But like they, they, you, I think it'll take a little time on at least up front defensively. Offensively, I agree with you. They're not really too far away. You bring in a new coach, hits the portal, can get a couple guys. You are right about that. Defensively, I think they're a little further away, but it is much easier now than it used to be. It used to be three or four years. And you're going to see that, by the way, 
in coaching hirings and firings, I think people are going to get canned quicker and more often because you won't be able to use the excuse of I needed to get my recruits in there. Right, there will right. still be some truth to that. And uh, it's going to be fascinating. It's going to be fun to watch. Mm-hmm. TC from Lexington here, boys. Heavily considering moving to Louisville so I'd be able to listen on the radio and bypass the stream. Do better for these boys, Big X. Wow, what if we had a TC from Louisville? That'd be cool. Oh, man. Come move to Linneytown, baby. It's where right. it's, it's the best town in Louisville. Everybody knows really, it. Really uh, up-and-coming area. I will say, TJ, it's been fun meeting my neighbors who are actually like pretty normal people. Uh, one of them's a quick recall coach at Trinity. So, wow, that's huge. So definitely going to TP his house tomorrow night. You're, or if you have pub trivia, that this is the guy to bring. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Good I call. I do like how your little houses are set up. Kind of feels like a fun little community. Yeah, yeah. A lot of front porch swinging and drinking and whatnot. So those kids will run through that grass alley like it's no yeah. stopping them. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No a good time. Picks actually made from the Thorns parking lot. Getting coffee and a wide William now. <laughs> wow. Enjoy your wide William. He probably has already taken it down. But, uh, well, you know, with how wide and big they are, maybe he's still going at it. Uh, needed elbow to adopt Brian Kelly's new Southern accent for that. What is a you <laughs> would be perfectly would tie in perfectly to that Herman Munster's actual performance. <laughs> a texture said dim, dim cheeks is tight. I bet a texter says sounding better. Now, what did you do to fix it? Is it something you forgot to do before the show? First hour was a max headroom reboot. Hedra max headroom. Yeah. Big X Studios does what it wants. Oh, yeah. Um, what did you do? Nothing. Well, no, that's, Justin, just checked that, check that the stream was up and running, and it was. That's comforting to hear that you were doing everything you could to make it better. Yep. Oh, played golf with Scooter yesterday, and we think it would be so easy to beat TJ and Nick. Um Front nine scramble, back nine match play, TJ versus Scooter and Keith versus Nick. I'll work on getting TBS to broadcast it. So who I, won me, Scoots? No, Nick is terrible at golf. I don't doubt I don't doubt it. Keith, Keith is I terrible could, at golf. I think I could take you two in a scramble, but well, and also I haven't played in like two months, so probably not. But I my competitive itch would kick in. I'm not losing the scoots, I'll tell you that much right now. But that, that, that being said, uh bring it on, buddy. I'm in the market for an SUV. What kind do you studs have? Uh, my wife has a Jeep Cherokee. And TJ, is it is yours a Highlander? Oh, I love the Highlander. I wish it was a Highlander. But I am a big Toyota guy. I, I think I'd have to really hit wow. it big financially to ever go away from Toyota. So you but hate America. Every, what do you mean? Toyota Planet? You hate in Georgetown, baby. Well, uh, Toyota, not an American car. Wow, so you don't want the fine folks of Georgetown to be employed. Suck it, Georgetown. Each, each, each and every one of them. Suck it, um, Georgetown. But I, I, all I do is I, I'd like take it in twice a year to just the dealership and probably pay a little bit more. But knock on wood, haven't had any car issues ever with this car. Not wow. a one. Wow. Better knock on that. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> I don't know. Are we on air, Justin? We're still we on air. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we air. have everybody's faces in our yep. meeting, too. Really got thrown off there um, at the end of our broadcast. But how are we doing, TJ? Are you still alive? Are you going to take us home? Guess not. Guess not. A texture does ask Is it possible that Intern Amber is the big ex saboteur? Number one suspect, I would think. 
or Frank. Which, Sorry. by the way, I was on mute. Frank, Frank uh, has asked me often, when are we ever going to take callers? And every time we've been taking callers for home field picks, he's not called in. So I'm I'm up to you, Frank. I'm up to your tricks. Frank, if you want to call in, just call in. Call, call in Monday if you want to call in Monday. We'd, we'd be Whenever interested. You want. As long as you don't say that Sweeney's better than us. You can't come on our show and talk up Sweeney. Like, that's no. Not hey, you can do whatever you want. Uh, we, we allow us to talk back, though. Oh, are you ready for it, Frank? I don't think so. Go Tigers. Everybody have a great weekend. Anything else we're missing? Cats don't play this weekend. It's weird. I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. Mike Edwards is getting suspended for faking his COVID card. How dare Aaron Rodgers? The audacity of Aaron Rodgers to do that to mm, Mike Edwards. Can't believe it. Around. Everybody have a good weekend. Be safe. We'll see you on Monday. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. <laughs>